Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happiness. Many will advise you how to obtain it, but maybe you're not trying to be happy. Your actions aim for the opposite. You want to be the saddest saddo sailing on the sea of sadness. So let's begin. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Ah! Hootie hoo! Man, come on. Don't nobody say hootie hoo no more. Don't nobody say that shit, man. Come on, come correct with the real shit. We on that woo woo. Or we on that age. Is it Heimer? Now remember, every time I give you a checkup, I check under your panties the parts we call your private parts. You remember you always keep covered up. Keep your private parts clean and covered, and no one should check under there except mommy or daddy or the doctor, okay? If anybody wants to touch you under your panties or check under your panties, you say no and tell mommy, okay? And now, great looking wiener, our feature presentation. Hmm. Quite a way to start. Hmm. Hey, it's good advice for the kids, you guys. Right, that's why you played it. I don't think anyone uh, disputes what was being said there, right? I mean, I don't want to go on record saying I'm disputing it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Didn't feel right. Didn't feel perfect. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning, the 10th of September. You sure about that? Yep. Okay. Just want to double check after yesterday. Allie, how you holding up? Tuesday. Talking about Muppets? No. Oh. I heard from a very sad Allie McKay last night who... I don't even know how to say this out loud, but briefly didn't have internet. Oh, no, not briefly. I still have no Wi-Fi. Yeah. (gasps) Well, how are you even here? Thank you. Because I'm a team player, you guys. Yeah, the only reason I even knew Allie was okay is she sent a smoke signal to my house. Yeah. She she was uh, filled, like, tents around her, canteen. I tried sending a pigeon to Kevin. Mm-hmm. I don't think you got it. I shot it down with my BB gun. Oh, oh shoot. I'm a pretty well, good shot with that BB gun. That explains it. So no Wi-Fi. Now you, yeah. you have, uh, can you plug in? No. I don't have anywhere to plug in. Oh, you don't even, you don't even have a, a hardwired uh, computer But anywhere, even if, so. isn't your internet down? It's not Internet's your down, Wi-Fi. yeah, the whole thing. But, oh, I thought um, it might just be Wi-Fi. Okay. My favorite uh, part is when you call and you say, hey, what's up? And they're like, hey, no appointments for a week. And you're like, that seems bad. And then they say, it could be just an outage in your area, but we don't have enough phone calls reporting it to send someone to check on it. And I said, how many calls do you need? And they're like, oh, well, quite a few. We need it from all different neighbors if their Wi-Fi is down. I'm like, so there's no way to just so kind of check to see if it's yeah. down? They should be able to know whether it's down yeah. or not. You call uh, in and be like, it's me, Steve. I seriously was like, <laughs> if I do my cell phone, I do have a landline. Okay, that's two people. Mm-hmm. I can go to a pay phone. Are there pay phones? No. Yeah, it's been, it's been rough. That's why I didn't know really sad Muppet news 
until Jensen texted me to tell me really sad Muppet news. And oh. quite frankly, I'm I'm happy I heard it from him. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the Muppet news. Well, Nor do I. I'll tell you is later. Is that coming up? Yeah. You okay. You all right? So, okay. so what did you... So no Wi-Fi, does that also mean no Netflix? Oh, I, I mean, couldn't... Uh, what is... Uh, yes. How is what is the internet you? to you? <laughs> He goes, um, what, you couldn't have plugged in? What, no Netflix? I mean, Because <laughs> because uh, there are people like me, for instance, who do have a hardwire to my television. But you know if, what I mean? But, but you still can't get Netflix if your internet is down. Again, I was just confused whether it was just Wi-Fi that was down or the entire internet was down. So you're saying no internet. But I asked it answered. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you had but Netflix did you, But did you have Hulu? <laughs> I didn't have Hulu, okay. nor did I have okay. Amazon Prime. Oh, and you didn't have yeah. Amazon Prime? What? I know, I know. How does this work? I know. But you had Gmail to give to send no, an email. No, see, I didn't have any, <laughs> any internet. But you plugged it in. No, I don't. I don't plug in. So, Ali, what did you do besides figuring out ways to call the internet company last night? I just, I took a long nap. <laughs> I literally was I one like of those it. kids that was like, wait, I can't do anything. I better just go to bed. <laughs> like, what a dork. Life was barely worth living without the internet. It was a bummer, and I don't think I'm going to have it when I go home today. Oh All right. my gosh. Yeah. At least everything's working here. Uh, um, so we got that going for us. Yeah. But you bought stuff right. on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and no, buy new stuff. see, Jensen, I can't even log on. Mm, plug it in. Did you watch TV then? <laughs> Because you had TV, right? I did I have, have TV. TV. Bean got that one right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is rough. I did. I, yeah. I watched The Righteous Gemstones from Sunday night. Okay. That was a delight. Right, there's a, a, a bright spot. Yeah. You may, you may have to move, Allie, if they I don't know. get this. I know. I know. Seriously, I know you've been living there for years, but yeah. no no internet, no peace, right? I agree, Bean. Thank you, though. Thank you for caring. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick before we get on to today's uh, excellent uh, Kevin and Bean show, and I cannot stress enough how much you do not want to miss 9 a.m., I don't. Even if you're a person who usually goes to work or school before then, and you stop listening to the show, find a way to stream us at 9 a.m. I'm telling you, can't say. I can say no more. Can you give us a hint, Allie? Can I, you stream from home? I can't, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. God, here's the uh, here's the story though that I think y'all will enjoy. Jensen, you and your wife yes. are under 40. Uh, yes, I, I have a couple more months left. Right, but, yeah. you guys are under forty, and you are raising one child. Yeah, and I suspect that it is ninety percent of your waking hours trying to keep this kid going. Right, alive at this point. Yeah, yes, it's a very and anyone who's ever been through it knows that it is a it is a full time job plus even for the youngest and the healthiest of us. Yes, a seventy three year old woman in India has given birth. To twin girls. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wait First of all, that's a miracle if she actually did that at 73. Yes. She did it out of her vagina? Yes, she Great did. Great question. Thank and you. she has internet, it says here, too, by the way. Oh, look out. She, she plugged in. all the she fun plugged stuff. In. Yeah. Well, somebody plugged in. I think her 80-year-old husband plugged in is what, what? I think. No, no, no. Here's, here's the story. Aramati Mangayama, a farmer from the southern state of Andrea Presh, has, is believed to be the oldest person ever to give birth. She did become pregnant, Kevin, to answer your question, through IVF, and doctors delivered the baby via cesarean section. So I was wrong. Not from her vagina. Still a miracle. This was still a, a miracle. This was a choice for a the, 73-year-old woman to it get pregnant. It was. The, mm-hmm. the surgery went well. The mother and babies are all healthy with no complications. Mangiyama and her husband, 80-year-old Raha Rao, have been married since 1962. 
but have never been able to conceive. They approached a uh, a fertility clinic, uh, the Ahila uh, IVF, in 2018, and after preliminary tests were promising, the doctor agreed to give them one round of IVF treatment. Uh, she's going to remain in the hospital under observation for 21 for days. the rest of her life. We are t- probably <laughs> Another she did, 20 minutes. <laughs> right. We are not allowing the mother to breastfeed, and the babies will be fed through the milk bank. I mean, um, you keep uh, saying babies, plural. Mm-hmm. How I many? said twins. You, I said you twins. said twins. twins. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You said twins, oh, yeah. God. Okay, sorry. I blacked Rao, out. My Rao, internet went out. <laughs> right. Rao, by the way, why is that? Is it because she cannot produce breast milk? Can you not produce breast milk like after menopause or something? Is that a thing? I, 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 mean, would I would think after so. menopause... It just becomes dust out well, of your boob. Yeah, and I guess I don't know how female bodies work, but yeah. I wouldn't think you'd be able to have... I don't a know. child, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rao, 80, the husband, has already begun making plans for his daughter... And his wife says she has a new lease on life at age 73. She is very confident now, more confident than ever in her life. She's looking forward to the next chapter of her life with the oh, kids. Oh, dear. That's sweet. That's a super short chapter. <laughs> Just a couple pages. Imagine if they make it until the girls are teenagers. Yes. Imagine that. And yes. now they're 100 and whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That would be- I, I do that story just for you, Jensen, to imagine they are 73 and 80 and they have two newborns. Mm. I, uh... Changing the diapers, I, I do it from the sofa of, of our house, obviously. And it's, it, the sofa comes up to, like, my, I don't know, probably my belt. Mm-hmm. And so the other day I realized uh, I have terrible back pain from changing the diapers. And I'm f- almost 40 in November. <laughs> have you ever right. heard of a changing table? I mean, I have that. But we got to work quick when he's crying. And, okay. like, there's poo all 73, over 73, his... he's 80. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm imagining okay. what that back pain is like, <laughs> yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope they do continue to update us on the progress of the happy couple and their twins. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I don't like it. Stop uh, making my sons horny. That, too. That, too. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Beecho, shall we? Let me ask you something. Shoot. Did I do anything? Anything at all to suggest I was curious about the sound of your voice? No, right? So shut the f*** up. <laughs> <laughs> Our old friend Gustavo Oriano back on the program. Ask a Mexican. Love him. Love him, too. That's a feature that we used to do with him, for those of you that don't know. Not mm-hmm. just something that being <laughs> shouted out. <laughs> uh, people are dumb on the show today. Maybe one of the best comedians working today, Bill Burr, mm-hmm. is going to join us in studio. Good news. And uh, being just um, insinuated that you need to be here at 9 o'clock because we have a secret guest. And we think you will not be disappointed by that. I would like to see it. Yes. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. At the very least. That's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. For many years now, I am happy to say we have done an annual blood drive, which, as you guys know, is a cause that I believe very much in. Giving blood literally saves lives, and it takes almost no time at all. And this year, it's the K-Rock's Rambo Give Blood Drive. Thanks to our friends at Rambo Last Blood, which is in in, uh, theaters on September 20th. Kevin, you're already in line for that. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. It's going to be at the Hollywood Park Casino. Beer Mug is going to be there with tons of prizes just for coming down, including Knott's Berry Farm tickets and L.A. Comic-Con tickets and all sorts of sound space and K-Rock upcoming concert tickets and whatnot. But the important thing is you go and you do the right thing. You give some blood. So it's a week from tomorrow. It's K-Rock's Rambo Give Blood Drive. You can get all the details and plan to join Beer, Beer Mug out there from 5.30 all the way up until 3 p.m. The blood drive goes. Get your details at krock.com. Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. Uh, I would say no. If you're going to give blood, Mugs, you don't no, want to have I'm a lot sorry. of drugs in your system. Sorry. sorry. 
Nope, again, it's not a vampire situation. <laughs> it's just giving blood so people can live. All right, Allie, you're up with what's happening on this Tuesday. Well, you guys know my feelings about Alec Baldwin. Yep. Not the biggest big fan. fan. Oh, no. not, not big not fan. Not the biggest not, fan. Not big fan. Um, but we also know that he is being roasted. Um, Comedy Central roast that will air on September 15th. And it went down this weekend. And some of the jokes are leaking out. And I got to say, <laughs> they're getting them. That's all I'm saying. Um, if you want to see some of the um, most biting jokes, I'm going to have you just Google those. I okay. can't say them here, but oh. they were delivered by Blake Griffin. Oh. And, and they were uh, they were centered around Caitlyn Jenner. Oh. Who was there. No, no, so, help me out here. Was was there some reason that Caitlyn Jenner was there for this? Did she have some sort of interaction with Alec Baldwin in the past I'm not thinking of? Uh, probably money was the reason. Mm-hmm. She got paid to be there? Paid? Yeah, but there's no there's no direct connection. There's no connection. No. Okay, gotcha. Because oftentimes it will be somebody who yeah. is in a movie. Or okay, gotcha. And that's been less lately, though. Yeah. Like the, now ma- they just the, the roast master. Yeah, the roast master is always somehow connected, and then everyone else is a little bit, you know, kind of just cool. Yeah. But Robert De Niro does have connections. There's some people here, but mostly like he doesn't have any connection to like Caroline Ray. So what did Blake bring? Um, <laughs> a couple different ones that are really, really good. I think the um, best one is going to be difficult to even I can't. dance around. No, I can't yeah. do it. So you need to Google those. I will say, he did say this. Um, he was dating one of the Kardashian-Jenner kids. I don't remember which one it was. Kids? Women. Um, he said... On behalf of the entire NBA and half of the rappers on the Billboard charts, I just want to thank you for giving your daughter's daddy issues. (laughs) (laughs) That's a two compared to the ten that he delivered to Caitlyn Jenner as well. Um, Also, someone very close to Alec Baldwin showed up. His daughter, Ireland. Baldwin, you might you might remember her from the uh, the the voicemail that oh, she's the she's the fat little pig. She's the rude, thoughtless little pig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. indeed. Um, and she brought that up, and she said that her dad wasn't the kind of dad who would play catch, but he would throw things at her. <laughs> she started by saying, "It's not easy to be the daughter of an iconic movie star, but I'm not here to talk about my mom and her Oscar." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> They're ruining him. I can't wait to hear all the clips. Good stuff, you guys. Hey, sad news if you were planning to see Chance the Rapper in the next couple months, because he is postponing his upcoming tour to spend more time with his family following the birth of his second daughter. What a loser, right? Boo. are his priorities, He said, I thought it over the past week, and I've decided to push back my tour. I need to be as helpful and available as possible to my wife in these early months of raising Kensley and Marley. I think he's a pussy. So he has a four-year-old and a newborn. And I think that's kind of nice to want to be around the house for the first few months of, of her life. Isn't that the worst few months of her life, though? I mean, couldn't you just skip that and get back when it's fun? Bean hates kids, by I the way. Like the, I don't hate kids. The, the busiest and hardest part, yeah, for that's what sure. I'm she needs help. Yeah, she needs the most help. But this is that. when this is when he needs to be on the road living the life. Well, he went on to apologize to his fans and announce that he would kick off his tour on January 15th, 2020. He said, I hope you understand and forgive me in time. I love you guys and literally cannot wait for you to witness this show. And I say... Do you, Chance the Rapper? Everything's going to be fine. What do you think about that? 
Just giving him permission to be a dad. It's mm. <laughs> good. He, he's been waiting. Bean's for not that. a fan he's of waiting. it. Yeah, yeah Bean's not like, a get on the road, dude. I leave the house. The, What's wrong I, with you? I agree with Mr. Likas. He's a pussy. If there's any way to leave the house from maybe 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., I support that. That's a good choice. Okay. okay. Get a little break. <laughs> so maybe yeah. head to the and studio the during yeah. that time. Then go okay. home quickly. Okay. Got it. That I have to applaud. Okay. If you were, if he was to do that, I mean, like, clearly there's no problem with that. Okay. And got if it. anyone's listening, like, God, it's really no problem for sure. <laughs> and that you shouldn't question it or anything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Did you guys hear about this little boy in South Carolina named Jermaine Bell? He had saved up all of his money to go to Disney World. Well, he brought shame to us and continues to bring shame to us. Uh, no, he didn't, Mr. Gemstone. Here's She's what he bed. did. Man. He was staying with his grandma in Allendale, South Carolina, when Dorian was struck, striking the Carolinas last week. And he spent all the money that he'd been saving for his trip for hundreds of hot dogs, chips, and water to feed the evacuees for free. Wow. Adorable little boy. He's just like, listen, these people need me. I'm well, seven. they say that he's from uh, mm-hmm. Taiwan or something. No, uh, he is not. Um, little he's ass. such a douche. He's an amazing little boy. He's the man who invented Booyah. He didn't. He's a child. Okay. He doesn't even know what Booyah is. He's a solid, solid person. Agreed. He don't give an F about nothing. Except for humanity. So here's what I he did. I don't even think he's a doctor. <laughs> Uh, he is not. He uh, he gave all that money, all that food, everything for free. But less than a week after closing up his little hurricane hot dog stand, Disney employees showed up outside of an interview with Good Morning America to deliver his gift in person. He is going to Disney World for free on the mouse. And Mickey hugged him. <laughs> it's mean, funny because he is fat. He's oh, a child. I don't even know what size he is. How he's crazy. a fat ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That wasn't even a drop. Some birthdays for you. He's 73 with nothing but prison time on his resume. He is seven years old, seven, yeah, giving maybe. back to the community, and he's he being amputated his own leg. He probably would. He has a cartel in the Russian mafia. <laughs> I mean, that, that might be true. I'd like to suggest that that's great parenting Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. His face looks like it's been kicked in by a biker game. I mean, again, he is a seven-year-old child that did something wonderful. He Why? choked on his own vomit. He, oh. No! God damn it. Some birthdays for you. He once gave mouth-to-mouth to a baby chick. Probably would. It's a giving little he kid. Would. Ryan like, Phillippe. he wouldn't walk around with his penis up. Again, not a drop. Uh, Colin Firth and Mikey Way. Happy birthday. That's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Bill Burr, our favorite uh, comedian, is here. Yeah! He's going to come in in about a half hour. And we're famous K-Rock. Uh, our favorite comedian, who's not Armenian, by the way. Correct. Yeah, sorry. Do guests normally come 30 minutes early? No. No. Well, I think uh, I think you you know you, you know you're taking a risk when you leave and rush our traffic, mm-hmm. and you just leave. You'd rather be early than late. You either get there thirty minutes early or an hour and a half late. Those right. are your two options. I appreciate the work ethic. So, <laughs> yes, Bill is a uh, he's a professional man. Mm-hmm. So we got him at seven o'clock. We'll talk about the uh, LeBron James Taco Tuesday controversy with our friend Gustavo Ariano at eight, and then I cannot stress enough: nine a.m. Something special happening here on Carrot. Can I just say eight fifty nine a.m. Well, nine, like re- Yeah, but really, I'm saying really two, nine, don't maybe, miss. Or get here 30 minutes early like Bill Burr. 
Perfect. That's a great idea. <laughs> Are we allowed to even say what uh, no. what kind of guest nope. it is? Nope. Nope. Say special right. guest. Special guest. Nine o'clock this morning. Don't miss it. Allie, are we outraged? Uh, this is uh, this is <laughs> it's a just, great question. Mm-hmm. This is just silly to me. Okay, okay. But, um, we'll see what you guys think. Have you guys heard about that Doors Off helicopter tour company? Not only have I heard about it, I have a friend who went on a Doors Off helicopter tour of the city of New Orleans about two weeks ago. What? And apparently it was exhilarating and thrilling. Well, the whole thing... I'm uh, not with troubled it, by the words Doors Off. It's, here's the reason... I've never entered that, a helicopter and went, wish the doors were off. Right? <laughs> the doors are off so you could take pictures of your feet hanging out of the helicopter oh. above the skyline of New York, New Orleans, Vegas. I think they even do it here in L.A. It's big on social media where you're like, ooh, look at these Jordans above the Empire State Building. It's so douchey. Wow. But, without my following. But can I also suggest mm-hmm. that it also is better than taking a photograph out of a window? Sure. No, oh, I, I mean, of course, by the, the way, photos, I yeah. think neither are needed. <laughs> you wouldn't get in a helicopter? <laughs> helicopter, city? I don't even get in a building. What is okay. he talking about? Okay. He said, like, it's okay. It's like putting your feet out a window. <laughs> Like he's Michael Jackson holding blanket over a balcony. It isn't happening. Funny you should mention that. Um, because this helicopter tour company, known as Fly Nyon, um, coming under fire recently. Um, well, not just recently. They crashed into the East River last year, killing oh. five. Oh. That's a whole other situation. And that's the one that wants to take me without doors? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But um, lately, they've been they've been letting your dogs up. In the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, so, what? Your dogs. Uh, so you could take pictures with your dog hanging out the door. <laughs> it um, seems, what could go wrong? Seems wrong all around. Is the dog strapped in or you just hold him by the tail? No, no real, um, no real... Explanation. Have we seen a picture of a there dog? There are pictures. None of the dogs seem strapped in. When you do actually go on uh, to their website to do it, you don't have to say what breed's dog is. It could be a Great Dane. What? It could be a Multipoo. So there's no real telling what is going on here. But here, here's my thing. Obviously, you don't want a dog dangling out of a helicopter for many reasons. One, not safe for anyone on the helicopter. Two, not safe for anyone below. Should you, by any chance... Drop a dog. Drop your dog. Right. Uh, Let go of his tail. And nobody three, wants that. terrifying for the dog. Terrifying for the dog. Terrifying and for the person. Let's, let's be honest here dog people um i've had dogs my whole life i love dogs never in my life have i thought you know where my dog wants to go he wants to go to the grove with me today or you know where my dog wants to go he wants to go to a restaurant with me these are emotional support pets alley them just be (laughs) surrounded by dogs at a restaurant that only want to eat your food because they're a dog that's what they do I got news for you dog people that bring your dog everywhere. Your dog needs an effing break from you. Your dog (laughs) needs a break. So the fact that now you're bringing your dogs on helicopters so you can post it on Instagram and be like, rough day in air. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just... I want these people dead, is what I'm saying. Uh, so does New York Senator Chuck Schumer, um, who accused Fly Nyan of engaging in the greatest act of corporate irresponsibility, which I think, Chuck, I think there's there's greater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, has he heard of Enron? <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe that was that was a mis uh, misspeak. But um, as of yesterday, 
when the New York Post ran a front page article on how this is not a good idea, guys. Maybe stop with the dogs dangling mm-hmm. out of helicopters. By the way, I'd like to stop with the feet hanging out of the helicopters. That's I'd like to stop like... with feet hanging out of the window, like Bean, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Evil Knievel over there. Isn't he? I want to hear the rest of uh, what, the, your sentence here, Ellie, but I just, I just want to throw in. Isn't the only reason that they ever had helicopters with doors off was in war so that yeah. you could parachute out? Yeah, that's yeah. how they smell napalm in the morning. <laughs> Which is very similar to people, you know, hopping on one to sh- showcase their new Jordans. You're just like the military. Sure. <laughs> like, All right. So Senator Schubert says what now? He's like, he doesn't want it to happen anymore. He wants to outlaw this. He showed how easy it was just to log in and get this deal. And just all he had to say was the name. He said his name was Michelle, which whatever is happening. I'm not judging not what's time. going on. Um, and then mm-hmm. said how easy it was done. You just get the discount. They never ask what kind of dog, anything. So then you just show up with your dog. No big whoop. Hmm. So New York Post does a cover story yesterday. And outrage ensued. Okay. People were like, no, we shouldn't bring in our be bringing our dogs up there hanging out the window. That's absurd. So within hours of the front page post report, they have suspended and canceled all flights with dogs canceled. immediately. Dang what God. if I lick my dog's butt? No. Sir, that's a weird question, but uh, he, I mean uh, on photo? <laughs> uh it does seem like the dogs are strapped in looking at photos. But yeah. I don't know how they get Oh, the so photos. they love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're super into it. Now, now they're into it. Yeah. It also looks like they're wearing parachutes. Maybe a lot of them are skydiving. Oh, that's fun. Okay. <laughs> now, how long do you think, if this were allowed to continue, until some dumbass trying to get the perfect selfie with the Empire State Building behind him falls out of the plane? Or the helicopter? In the herd, man. I mean, Darwinism the right there. Let him go. Mouth Fingers God's ears. crossed. <laughs> Let him go. I don't know. I think I think the takeaway here, if anything, dogs don't need to be up in the air in a helicopter or at the Grove or at restaurants. Leave your dog at home. Your dog needs an effing break from you. You're not that special. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill you ever want to see a man get emotional? You make him a sandwich that he didn't ask for. I'm telling you, he's going to have to dry the tears with the bread. He's going to be so shocked. Like, you made this for me? And I didn't even ask. I think she still gets a Damn, you're right to pull back. This is right to get awkward here because you don't know where this could go. This could very easily go in a clannish direction. Okay? I know you're not supposed to make fun of fat people. I understand. All right? I don't know why, though. (laughs) Why? They're not a race. They're not a religion. It's totally curable. Eat an apple and go for a walk. You know? Why are you yelling at everybody else? You put the cookies in there. I didn't. Mr. Bill Burr. Yeah. 
Bill is not going to want to hear this, but there are many who consider him the world's greatest comedian alive today. And you can prove it to yourself with this brand new Netflix special available today called Bill Burr Paper Tiger. Welcome back, sir. How are hey. you? Why did you take your heads off when your headphones off when we started that? Why? Yeah. Just don't want to hear yourself? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny, Bill. You should check out your show. Why would I want to do that? (laughs) That's that's the the worst part of making a special is then you have to go back and watch it and edit it. That's the part I Mm. hate the most. I hate the most. The thing I like the most Aren't you proud of it when you're watching it, though? uh, Yes, this one I I am especially proud of it because uh, Mike Binder, the job that he did, even if you don't like my stuff, just press mute. And just look at the job that he did shooting the thing. I think it looks it looks incredible. I'd like to suggest that you don't press mute though, because that it's funny. Yeah, There's but I'm jokes. just trying to say, you know, right. just so many people like the way that they've shot specials. It's just like okay, this, and then do this, and then beep up up, and that's the thing. And like, there's just no care taken into uh, the way that they shoot it. You know, especially like like you know, 15 years ago when they used to shoot them like the Born Identity, <laughs> they would have like 40 cameras, and they just. You know, edit, 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 edit. I just think he did such a beautiful job on this thing. So I hope I hope people recognize that. Was there a reason, Bill, you chose the Royal Albert Hall in London as the venue for the new special? Yeah, because I did a gig there, like, probably uh, about nine months before I did my special. And it was, uh, it was you know, my big music fan. I love Led Zeppelin. And uh, my favorite live performance that they have that they captured was uh, the one at Royal Albert Hall. Oh. And when I went in there, it just gave me the chills. It's like, I'm standing where Robert Plant stood. <laughs> John Bonham's <laughs> drums were right there. And I just wanted to play there just to play there. And then my agent had come over for and I was just like, uh, he goes, you should do a special here. I go, you think so? Go, That'd be kind of cool, huh? Just to do something different. It's my sixth one. Yeah, I've done, you know, five in America. I've done down south, back east, out west, like just trying to do something different. And so I said, yeah, let's do it. And then like the whole time going up, I was just going like, was this a big mistake? Why the hell would I try to do this over there? And so I kind of had that. And I was like, no, no, this is a good idea. Like, God, and I screwed this up. So it was kind of a, you know, a little bit of a torturous place to, to be in. But they, you know, it, I think it, it overall really helped. It's a special. big theater, too. You know, it's so funny you should mention Zeppelin. My wife and I were talking about them yesterday, Bill. We were listening to a community radio station. And there was this young. As all couples do. Right. There was this kid on, on the radio, this kid who was playing a Led Zeppelin twofer. And it wasn't even Tuesday, by the way, so I was very offended by that. Oh, jeez. I'm going to play, make it a two for two. <laughs> but, but I said to Donna, my wife, I said, Led Zeppelin is one of those bands that is never going to go away. Every single generation of teenagers is going to discover Led Zeppelin. I think time immemorial. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. And then it leads to all the bands that, uh, you know, that they were influenced by and all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I don't. I tried not to be, you know, that old guy just ramming my you know, bands down young people's throats. I try to listen to what they're into just because trying to stay, you know, relevant as a comic, you, you, on some level you have to know what's going on. Right. While also finessing, not acting like you're a part of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like I just was in Vegas, and you know, just seeing guys my age trying to go to go see a DJ show. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is not your time. This is their city now. You had your time in the 90s. Just look at you with your white whiskers. They're going to think you're a cop. You're gonna, they're all going to have a bad trip now because you're standing there. What's with the guy in the cargo shorts in the corner? Hey, that's and me, the, man. And he's talking about and me specifically. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, you guys ever seen Bill uh, play drums? 
Yes. Yes. He's so good. I you have. play a lot with one of I'm my... I'm good for a comedian. I'm not good for <laughs> no, a real drummer. No, that's Pretty not good, true. Man. Somebody I... that we both know, one of my very good friends, speaks highly of your drumming, Mr. Steve Gorman. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's because uh, I, I pay him off. No. I, I, or I you're a good drummer. No, you're a pretty good drummer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and is that something that you like to do, just kind of blow off some steam? You get together no, it's with just, other... It's a hobby. Oh, it's also, you know, it's a great thing, you know, if I'm going to get into it with my wife. I just, mm-hmm. I always, like, the joke <laughs> I just say is, hey, I'm going to go out in the garage and see if my drum still works. <laughs> she knows it. <laughs> she knows it. Yeah. Let it go. Blow off steam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, you ha- do you have a band, Bill? No, I would never do that why to people. Not? I would if you're a never. Good drummer, why not oh get together my. with some friends? Why not? Yes. Because of, of ninety thousand examples of actors and people like that who had bands. It just why do you For never? Fun. You never want to see. I'll get together and jam with people privately, but the, mm. we're, we're just geeking out, like laughing and having a good time. But I would never subject people. You've done some to charity stuff, though. Key word. Okay. Charity. All right. Charity <laughs> is the crowd. <laughs> Watching me play one song, but then the rest of it is professional musicians. I guess no. we'll never get a party all the time for Bill Burr, huh? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Eddie, Eddie's actually a legit mu- I, musician. Listen, we we speak his name here. We like what is it? Uh, party in the butt. Was my bar mitzvah uh, <laughs> yeah. I, that's right. Okay, good. Uh, no, Bill, Eddie's, Eddie's like a legit musician. Speaking actually. of Eddie Murphy, yes. Your thoughts on him returning to comedy? Uh, I don't know that that's true. Did you see comedians in cars getting coffee with? Jerry yeah, Seinfeld? and then that started this big rumor that. It, but it that, seemed that, like he genuinely like wanted that. Yeah. No. He said this week at the Toronto International Film Festival, you know, he's there getting re-reviews for his Dolomite movie. He said that he is going to do a stand-up tour in 2020. He said oh, that. he did. It's yeah. happening. Yes. Okay. But is it happening? Will he pull the plug? I mean, will he pull the ripcord on that and actually do it, or is it too daunting? Like we were talking the other day with Jesselnick. How does a guy like that even work out material? He can't just show up at a place and work something out on a stage and not have it have it get out, right? I, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I know. It's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're not asking to clean up the oceans here. <laughs> I think Eddie, with Eddie's like a once-in-a-century talent. I think he can figure out how to come up with an hour's worth of material. They have like those those, those bags. that service. Yeah, yeah the, everybody puts their Chappelle things in thing, the bags yeah. or whatever. Uh, Take your phone, yeah. Yeah, and there'll be some. You know, somebody will try to like sneak one in in their sock or something. I, like, that. I, like just this, these people. Like, yeah, it's funny. Like this is a really funny time. Uh, as far as just the behavior of a lot of audience members, mm-hmm. like just the the way they they're acting and how just the rudeness and all that type of stuff, it's like what celebrities used to be accused of, right? And how their behavior. <laughs> it's like you guys you have they all they all act like they got a TV show too quickly. Remember those people back in the nineties? <laughs> yes. yes. Like wow, what happened to that guy? That guy that guy took the ride, huh? Well, we, he really you, thinks this is never going to end. You had a guy who yelled at you on stage in your special, your new Paper Tiger special. He yeah, but screamed I screamed out from the audience. I know, but I say a lot of dumb things. But that's also <laughs> one of the great things about comedy. I enjoy uh, I enjoy a good heckle. I mean, somebody just yelling out for the sake of yelling out. Um, I'm obviously not into that, but you know, I say a lot of dumb things, and I deliberately go out there and try and push people's buttons just to. It works. Yeah, and, and you and, dealt and, with and you dealt with that guy. You won that round. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, or I, or I would have edited it out. <laughs> hey, I can't lose on my own special. <laughs> but can you imagine just going back to Eddie Murphy for one second? Imagine not doing stand up for twenty five years and then trying to shake that kind of rust off and doing it again. I mean, wouldn't it be very very difficult to start up again? For me, 
Not for him. Not for him, okay, really. Not for him. That's so interesting. Dude, the guy can be in a movie and play all the characters. <laughs> I, mean, I think he true. can do what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that that guy's never won an Oscar is, is ridiculous. Um, it's he's just I'm telling you, that guy is like I, I saw him do stand up on the Raw tour. That's one of my cool. Wow. Oh, wow. Is that like, right? Uh, yeah, it's I got I got him. Uh, I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan. I got a couple cool ones that I went to, but I saw in one summer. Um, it was Rodney Dangerfield came through. He was on the uh, Rest of Soul. He was on the uh, uh, Back to School tour. Oh, please, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, I saw him, and then at this place called Great Woods in Mansfield, uh. Massachusetts, and I saw Eddie came out. He had the purple suit. The Weather Girls opened up. They came out singing "It's Raining Men." No, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's huge. It was, Who booked that? I yeah. love that person. This sounds like a fever dream. Yeah. No, but he always had. No, he always seemed to have like a music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he had the Bus Boys before that on the, the oh, Delirious wow. tour or whatever. So it was like, yeah, and it was. So you look at him as a different level of comedian than you. Oh yeah, no, it's not even close. Not even close. Not oh. even close. Just think of what he was. He was doing. He was twenty five. He was a child on SNL. Yeah, twenty one when yeah. he did like delirious. Like I was still like had flop sweat at twenty five <laughs> trying to get eight minutes of material. Out. So um, yeah, if he decides to come back, yeah, we're all every comic. Whatever BS intro you just gave me, I will be knocked back at least. You know. 800 miles the second he steps on a stage. I mean, he really is like that level. High praise. Yeah. High praise. All right, Bill Burr is here. We have to take a quick break and come back with more. The special is out now, available on Netflix all around the world. It is called Paper Tiger, and it's terrific, you guys. More with Bill right after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Bill Burr is back with Paper Tiger, available on Netflix everywhere today, and it is very, very funny. Let me tell you something about Bill Burr. He has so much restraint that he can be told that his name is trending in the top 10 on Twitter nationally, and he will not click on it. Could the rest of us do that? No. No, because I would have done something real bad for me to be trending. That's the setup. (laughs) It's just the setup. The the overhand rights are coming. (laughs) Anytime you put anything out now, you just stay off social media for three days. That's it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch like Turner Classic movies, but Me Bill, TV and then that's then I'll come back sometime around like uh Saturday. I'll poke my head back up. <laughs> All right. On to the new you, hour. You think the outrage will will peak and then go back down and everyone will forget it by then? <laughs> no, it's just no, it's just the internet is just inherently a mean place and people generally speaking are not happy with their lives and then you stick your dumb face out there and then they get a chance yeah, there's something to take their childhood out on. Sure. And it's just like, you know, as much as I try not to be, I you know I have feelings too, and it's just like I don't want to I don't want to read it. Yeah. I feel great about it. I love it. I, I and I understand that most people you know a lot of people won't like it, or some mm-hmm. people will like it, but I don't need to hear about it. You don't need to just, hear it either no, way. I just put it out there. All I need is enough people to show up at whatever dump I'm playing, <laughs> right. so I can continue to not have a real job. That's all I need. I don't need to listen to some guy's feedback that drives a tow truck. You are going to be very pleased when you catch up. I'm just telling you. I'm just, uh, spoiler I, alert. I, I wanted to ask, when you were coming up and like doing you know, dive bars, and fi- did you ever expect that eventually someone would be like, you've seen him in Star Wars, give it up for Bill Burr? Like that is a crazy thing yeah, to hear. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah, that's nuts. Because I am a sports fan. I'm not really a sci-fi guy. Maybe sure. like, but you, I, I mean, but Star like Wars Blade you Runner. can't hide from. That is a light. I mean, it's a franchise. It's the pop it's culture. It's a part right? of life. Yeah. yeah. I yeah I I've hidden from it pretty good. Dude. <laughs> like I, like it's a subset. That's of aggressive. Hum- it, it's a subset of human humanity. Right. Right. So I I don't think like. Well, you're in I, it like, now. No. 
No, I'm not, though. You're in the canon. I know, but I'm not in it. <laughs> You're just looking Just where, where I exist. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, like, hey, man, you're, you're going to run to a sports fan going, dude, what I say? I called it. Sure. Blah, blah, Brady stinks and everything. And yep. I mean, that's the world that I live in. Hmm. So... You don't live yeah. in the Mandalorian world. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any friends who dress up like Chewbacca. <laughs> I just don't. Well, you're missing out. I'm not saying, you know, there's anything wrong with it. It's just like I'm not in that sur- – I don't know where those people hang out, but whatever they hang out – You're not there. No, I'm not. Did you which tell, I, did you tell think, them this when you – like when they, Yes. Come, <laughs> you just go, no. I don't know anything of what's going on here. No, but there's a lot of people that are like that on it. It doesn't yes. hurt it. Like. Most of the acting work I do, I don't know anything about it. I just played a firefighter. I'm not. I don't know anything about firefighting. I know you spray the water at the hose. I didn't know counterclockwise or clockwise. One of it draws the fire to you, the other sure. doesn't. I didn't know any of that stuff. So I mean, that's inherent in any acting gig. You got and out of respect for Star Wars fans, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, man. I was like always watching. I wasn't. I was watching NFL films. <laughs> that was. That is my. Chewbacca. Sure, I get that. 1970s quarterbacks. Like me and this guy, Joe Bartnick, another great comic. I, I, uh, we, we can, every year we go to the Rose Bowl, and at some point in our, our, our uh, you know, drinking, we, we blow people's minds at the tailgate next to us, and we name every starting quarterback from the 1970s. Every like the single late, one. Just about. Just about. Wow. Kansas City's always hard, but we kind of go through the whole the whole league. That's my, that was, that's your Star Wars. NFL football was my Star Wars. Was Terry Bradshaw in the 70s? Oh, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Yeah, he won four titles. We had him on the show, and... Um... He's a, a doll, but he talked about 25 minutes about killing... About r- killing squirrels and or, rats, or rats. It was nothing. Oh, he kept the, going he... and going and going. We were like, what's it happening right now? It's not even an interview. He's just talking about killing animals. That sounds great. <laughs> it, it was, was fantastic. He's probably sick of talking about football. <laughs> he's also from Louisiana, isn't he? Yes. I believe so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's country. Yeah, oh, so sure. fun. Uh, speaking of football, mm-hmm. what do you think, Antonio Brown, Patriot? You uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't believe the Raiders got rid of him. I just don't Didn't understand. He sort of make that happen. Yeah, I mean, not huh? sort Didn't of. He... No, they kind of no, they they got him this big contract, and then they started ticky tack finding him because they had a loophole, three strikes, you know, with your behavior. Then there's a big amount of money that they didn't have to pay him. And uh, they kind of kicked him out for acting like an old school raider. <laughs> That's true. You're going to tell me Lyle Alzado never threatened somebody in the stadium? <laughs> John Matuzak, those guys were lunatics. I love the Raiders back then. It's just like, you got a pirate on the side of your helmet. Hey, you know, I feel like your behavior is not making me feel safe. <laughs> I think they should have just, let, you know, I, I don't know. What do I know? But it's just, you know, you got to let somebody... Every once in a while, you're gonna have more of a colorful personality, and they gotta blow off some steam. I don't know. I'm, you know, I love John Gruden, so I'm sure that there was a reason for it. But, uh, but hopefully, you can't get away with that in New England, right? So, you th- so he'll be on his best behavior now under Belichick, right? I have no idea. I have no affiliation with the team, so I don't know how they run it. I'm just a fan of it, so I don't know what behavior you can. But you get that get idea with. from Belichick, right? I do. Yeah. It's just that he's, he's runs on a, a tight ship. Play around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would think so. We'll see. I think it'll be, uh, you know, it's early. Sure. It's early, so we'll see how that that plays out. I hope it I hope it works out. But it's cool. We got nothing to lose. It's a one year contract, so you know mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, he can leave, and you know. But I think it's going to be a good thing and a good week one. So yeah, yeah no kidding. Really. We had a good weekend. Yeah. How how long can Tom Brady play, Bill? Do you think as a sports fan, how long can he go? What is he forty two now? 
I don't. I have no idea. I mean, I last time I played football, touch football, I played. I was 29 and I couldn't walk for like three days. <laughs> I didn't stretch or anything. We played in Central Park. It was hilarious. It was me and a bunch of other comics, and we were all just laughing. Like we, I think we still had like adrenaline that night when we were doing shows. And it was like, oh man, I kind of messed up my arm. And then like the, I woke up like the next day, and you know. <laughs> like my legs felt like they were lead. I don't know how anybody plays tackle football in their twenties. Yeah. Yes. Forget about into their forty two. They're forty two years. Drew Brees old. last night. Forty. Yeah. He was yeah. great last night. Yeah. I mean, playing well, professional here's the football. Thing. At 40. Here's the thing. This is why Drew Brees. No one really talks about his age, is because Tom Brady's still there. It's kind of like Aerosmith. Aerosmith, no one really said that they were old until they were old because the Rolling Stones were still doing it. <laughs> that's true. So that's what it is. So Brady's like the Stones. When he retires, yeah. it'll all be about Drew Brees being old. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a great point. Let me play a clip from the special, by the way. Bill Burr, Paper Tiger, premieres today on Netflix. Uh, you do. Headphones as, off. He's uh, off. He won't hear off. you. He won't hear you. As, uh, <laughs> as Bill frequently does, he talks about his, his wife and their relationship. This is a great clip about that. I have a temper. So that's the thing. That's what kind of ruins things. Everything else I do is fine, but I have a f-ing temper, and it just ruins. And then my wife always says the same thing. She's always just like, I just don't understand. Where did that come from? Where is that coming from? It's, you just go from zero to 100 in two seconds. It's like, first of all, I idle at 75 miles an hour. All right? So don't give me this zero to 100. I walked into this restaurant at 75. I could hear that guy talking too loud on his cell phone. What the f- Parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, headphones back headphones on, on. Bill. Yep, headphones on. Bill, you sound like a lot of fun to live with. That's that's my point. You sound like a dream too, B. Uh, Bill, are you sound, you know what? You sound like a guy that if somebody makes a point, you could be like, you know what? You're right. I see that. <laughs> are you aware that when you went off on being Oh, please don't bring it was this needed please last don't bring time you were here. Oh, so when I what? That, you, that you, uh, you went off on being for giving the backhanded compliments, and it wound up being He's one of the... He's just a sad man. It was amazing. <laughs> That's all it is. We played that today. like that guy at a party wants to spout <laughs> off facts <laughs> that somehow makes him feel good about himself. It's sad. I used to, yeah, I used to take it personally. Then somewhere in, like, I don't know, the 15th time I came in here, I'm like, this is just a sad man who never got a hug as a child we've played it so many times and we love it so much all i've done is be on my best behavior anytime a man's voice goes that right do you have your hand on your chest i was just trying to say something anytime you even put say hand to their chest like that they're lying how did this turn into something about me yeah I didn't do it. (laughs) All right, before Bill goes, uh, watch Paper Tiger on Netflix. We're going to do 60 Seconds with. Allie will fire questions at you. 60 seconds worth. All you have to do is... uh, 60 seconds to the end of your career. Yes, that is accurate. (laughs) That's what 2019 is. Just uh, first thing that comes into your mind. Bill, do you support the troops? What do you think about safe spaces? Gender neutral bathrooms? Uh, None of those. 60 seconds with Bill Burr. Here we go. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest asshole? Monkeys. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Uh, a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Creepiest thing you could say to a stranger you pass in the street? I've been watching you. <laughs> Twizzlers or red vines? <laughs> Twizzler, what? Twizzlers or red vines? I hate licorice. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, what truly scares you? I, I don't know. Jesus Christ, I don't know. Therapy? Okay. <laughs> That's did you what this a, feels like. Did you have a nickname growing up? 
No. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. You can only bring one album to a deserted island. Which one? One album? Mm -hmm. One album. I bring the Chipmunks Christmas album. <laughs> oh my God. Now you and Bean are close Bean again. Are you know why? Because I love music too much to do that to a band, to just take one album and then end up hating that band. So I would bring the Chipmunks. And then I would just kill myself, and I wouldn't be on that island anymore. I would be somewhere else. Bean, tell him what your alarm is every morning. I wake up to the chipmunk singing the Christmas song. That is, that's my it's his alarm, alarm on my phone. Every day yeah. of the oh year. The life of a serial killer. Well, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, that's very, uh, what was that Wall, that Wall Street guy there? Oh, played, American Psycho. American or? Psycho. Yeah. 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 What does your victim do? Like, oh, no, he's up. <laughs> 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 Another great appearance from Bill Burr at the Kevin and Bean Show. We love you, man. All right. Thank you for having me. You bet. Bye-bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. Man drives away from court minutes after judge prohibits him from driving. This comes out of Canada, Ontario, Canada. A man faced a judge in court for drunk driving. He was ordered by the judge to not drive for a full year. Five minutes after the judge ordered him uh, not to uh, drive for a full year, the drunk driver walked out of the court, got into his car to drive home. This does not sound very Canadian. <laughs> Investigators say a police officer was in that same courthouse for an unrelated matter, but saw him walk out and just sort of followed him on a hunch that maybe... He'd get in a car. He got in a car, and he got in a car, and he started it up, and he started driving, and they pulled him over. Unreal. <laughs> uh, his vehicle was impounded for 45 days, and he's to appear back in court September 30th. So it doesn't seem like he he was all for waiting for that year. Mm. Um, this is a raid. Where are the drugs? Addict stormed in dressed as cop. A drug addict who dressed up as a police officer stormed a friend's house screaming, this is a police raid. Get on the floor. Get down. Where are your drugs? Not a bad idea. No. Although, do the cops run in yelling, so where are your drugs? You know what? I'm so afraid. I'm like, they're all in the bathroom. Like, I would, I'd give it up <laughs> well, immediately. he did. Yep. Thinking he was the real deal. Yeah. This guy, Daniel, um, handed over his ice and his cannabis stash. The other victim, who he hit in the head and was out temporarily, woke up. His pants were pulled down. Oh. Oh. And his Hello. And his buttocks were spread to check for drugs. So while he was out, mm -hmm. the guy dressed as a police officer did a thorough search. That's, well, that's insult to injury. Kink. <laughs> right? That's possible. I don't know. That's just, that's while weird. we're here, two birds, one stone. <laughs> right? Um, I've already dressed the part. Thomas was jailed for 11 and a half years and must serve nine years before being eligible for parole. He had a lot Ooh. of other charges as sure, well. Sure. It will not surprise anyone. By the way, that's a. I got to be with Jensen on this. That's a pretty ingenious idea. I'm yeah. surprised that doesn't happen all the time. I mean, it's against the law. Too. Of course, okay. yeah, yeah, but, but don't hate drugs. the player, hate the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you show up and you say, I got a search warrant. You know, everybody down on the floor. Sure. I'm going to find these drugs and leave. Swedish, like Swedish scientist proposes cannibalism to fight climate change. Hmm. Go on. The scientist talked about the potential of cannibalism in a broadcast on Swedish TV, referring to cannibalism as, quote, the food of the future. Wait, other people? Yep. Based on his scientific analysis, the downside with the thought is the widespread taboo of eating people and the conservative <laughs> attitudes that may make it hard to persuade Swedish people to try cannibalism. Hmm. 
Local uh, weather change activists said that they should consider alternative meat sources. He didn't mean people. He meant the plant-based ones. Sure. Mm-hmm. They also are talking about using bugs. As well, a, that is, that's already taken off around the world. Is yeah. it really? High oh, protein. Yeah. High protein. Mm-hmm. Bug yep. meat. Yes. Meat made out of bugs. We are all going to be eating bugs at some point. All of us. I don't like that. Dude, I don't think I'm, you'll notice. You won't even notice. And when you lead with you're going to be eating people, right. everything else yeah, sounds all better. All of a sudden, yeah, bug meat's not I'm so like, bad. sure, bugs, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we're ready for soylent greed. I mean, I know we've nope. got problems, but I don't think that's where we need to be right now. Oregon man regains stolen Jeep with several bizarre items in it. Uh, several thieves suspected of stealing an Oregon man's uh, car made a major mistake. Joe Williams' 1995 Jeep Cherokee was stolen last month from outside his home in Portland. A week later, the police... By the way, they never find those cars, right? Very rare. If your car gets oh, yeah. stolen, it's just yeah. it's Or gone. they find like a door, basically. Yeah, yes. it's, in a, it's in a chop shop in 20 minutes. Yeah. A week later, police contacted him after finding the vehicle. Engine running and windshield wipers still going. Hmm. Once the car was back in his possession, he discovered several odd items belonging to the car thieves, including a stuffed bear. Oh. The car thieves had a stuffed bear with them. An 11-year-old girl? Um, 9-year-old girl? Well, I mean, who has a stuffed bear just hanging around? These these thieves, hmm. I guess. Okay. Also a tattoo gun, ink, and rubber gloves. Oh, that sure. does take away the sure. 11-year-old girl idea. Williams' uh, teenage children found a disposable camera in the glove box. Oh, and they were like, oh, we took a bunch of pictures on this. We should get them developed at some point and see what they are. That's exciting. Oh, no. Yeah, they had taken pictures of themselves. Like with with their tattoo showing off the tattoo, wow. and one was like, "Yeah, what's up?" I think. Okay, you just inferred that. <laughs> I just put that in. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and finally, a man uh, in Perth, Australia. And by the way, this is the third time I've done a story like this. A man in Perth, Australia, tried to rob a liquor store by jumping down in through the roof, mm-hmm. and then got stuck and couldn't get out. Yeah. yeah. You gotta have third a third story like this. A not-so-smooth criminal has taken the idea of an open bar to the next level, breaking into a pub and helping himself to everything in sight. The problem with the Perth man's plan, once he got in, he couldn't get out. A master criminal, or maybe not, is thief. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> or maybe not. By the way, let's not let it go by that he called him a not-so-smooth criminal. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, yes. A master criminal, or maybe not. This thief fell through the ceiling into the Champion Lakes Tavern at Camillo, then got the party started with a bottle of spirits. Now, this is great because it's all security footage, so you can see him just drinking, guzzling yeah. from the bottle as he starts. Kicking off a big night ahead. Got into the pub and uh, he couldn't get out. Pub to himself, the 29-year-old man from Armadale gets to work. He starts remodeling, tipping over <laughs> chairs, drink in hand. Remodeling is kind. I mean, he's yeah. tearing that place apart. Wow. Yeah. Throwing chairs across the way, kicking over tables. He's pissed. Takes a moment to rehydrate with the beer taps and then decides more chairs need to go. Over the next few hours, he causes all sorts of damage. He's gone through and destroyed everything. Smashed, I think it's about seven windows. Bottles are everywhere. All tuckered out, he passes out on the pool table. So now he's just exhausted. <laughs> that kind of remodeling can really take it out sure. of here. And he's been drinking all night. Before it's time to go shopping, there's no customers about. So he's got a cart, shopping cart, and he's just loading it up with booze. And the booze is free. 
He fills a trolley, making sure to line his stomach on the way. Eating snacks. Hot potato chips, he had a few of them, must have been hungry. And decides it's time to leave with his ill-gotten gains. He removes the security bars from the roller door. This is one of those, uh, like, uh, not aluminum, but those roller doors that go mm-hmm. down. Not even just like regular doors with bars on them. This is an actual... It rolls down. Yes. Yeah. And he couldn't even start to get it up. Has a go at the fire extinguisher, but then realises he wasn't so clever, and there's no way out. When the police got here, all I could hear was cries from inside, let me out, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when the... That, by the way, that's the owner of of this place. Sure. I like it when he's laughing. He's laughing at this guy. The cops show up and he's just like, somebody let me out. The police dart through the pub, putting an end to our would-be cat burglar's eventful night out. He was charged with stealing and destruction of property. The owner's estimate he caused $50,000 worth of damage. Whoa. $50,000 worth of damage. He just sounded like he was having a chill time. I didn't know he was <laughs> causing a stir. Oh, no. He was throwing chairs through windows and everything oh, he could find. Just to get out? You're very disappointed in yeah, that I part of this story? Yeah, I thought he was just partying. <laughs> I thought he made best with his situation. But they're taking it in good spirits. Yes, they are. Oh, See? because no, good spirits. That's fun. See? Because the spirits is also Cancel. another word for... Um, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, what do you have for us today on this uh, Tuesday morning Kevin and Bean Show? Uh, do you guys remember when Robert Pattinson was cast in Matt Reeves' The Batman? And yes. how there was pretty much no controversy whatsoever. People seemed I felt stoked yeah. across the board. Into it. People, that might be the most controversial thing about it. That nobody seemed to give a hoot and they were all pretty, pretty stoked about it. Are you joking? No. I'm, I'm being serious. I, thought, I mean, com- struck me as super weird. Well, compared oh, to... Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, but you're compared in the minority. To the, the outcry for, like, Ben Affleck, for yeah. instance. Mm-hmm. Or Heath no Ledger. Or Heath Ledger originally. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Kevin? You okay? I'm just saying, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, cool. All right. Um, well, when you are the new Batman on the block, sometimes you get advice from past Batmans. And if somebody is going to give you advice, and it's Christian Bale... That's pretty awesome, right? Sure. So he was speaking to Variety. He expressed uh, respect for Pattinson's good time performance and then got down to the essentials, doling out some bat suit survival advice. He wants (laughs) Robert Pattinson just to be able to pee yourself. You don't feel like a superhero when you aren't able to pee by yourself. He doesn't want to have people in there trying to take the suit off of him just so he could pee. You need to learn how to do it yourself. Real inside baseball. Okay. Real inside baseball there, you guys. When you first said pee yourself, I thought you meant pee yourself. Like literally, <laughs> Like don't yeah. go to the bathroom. No, no, no. no. By yourself. <laughs> yeah, by yourself. I pee see. Okay. by yourself. By yourself, gotcha. Um, which apparently is something that most people who wear these costumes need to learn how to do on their own. Ryan Reynolds even told everyone that he could, quote, actually taste my own genitals while wearing his red body condom Me in like Deadpool. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, that's the worst quote ever. (laughs) But I love it so much. You guys, Post Malone's third album, Hollywood's Bleeding, dropped earlier this month. I assume you've all taken a listen. Bean and I both commented, we love it. It's great. It's really good. All right. Album includes collaborations with SZA, Kanye West, Young Thug, Father John Misty, Travis Scott, and the Prince of Darkness himself, Mr. Ozzy Osbourne. Which is uh, what I bring you now with this story. 
And we think maybe these people are are, are kidding. They're kidding because these hope. these tweets. These people are not kidding, Ali. What? These Do you really are, think they're that? These people are teenagers. Okay, they're teenagers. Uh. Here here are some of the f- tweets. Who the f is Ozzy Osbourne? This is why I love Post Malone for shining light on unknown artists. <laughs> I don't know. That who has this, to be comedy. I, it's not I comedy. Feel like, no, Bean, come on. I do. How would you know who Ozzy Osbourne is if you were 17 right now? You pay attention to anything in your life? You live in the world? I don't know who this Ozzy Osbourne guy is, but Posty just put him on the map. <laughs> I mean, here's another. This is a bit of a meme, yeah. but yes. Don't know who this Ozzy Osbourne guy is, but shout out Post for putting him on. Another right. one. Listening to Post Malone. Who is this Ozzy Osbourne guy? He's so good. He's going to be so famous and popular. All jokes. So, Not that's jokes. That's what and I'm saying. Let me back it up with a couple mm-hmm. of examples okay. for you. Okay. The night that uh, Justin Bieber lost the Best New Artist Grammy, people could not believe the woman who won. Now, granted, she wasn't nearly as famous as Ozzy Osbourne, but they've never, they had never heard of her. Wasn't who was it? it? Wasn't it uh, Esperanza, Esperanza Spalding? Spalding? I think, I think yeah. I, that works. nobody knows who That's she is. That's a little different. That yeah. works. I know who she is because she opened up for Prince when Last I saw him. week... Taylor Swift's younger fans were outraged that something called Tool was the new number one album in America. They're just dumb. They had never heard of Tool before. I can see her fan base being young. Well, they've taken so many years off. That makes sense. They were thirteen years between albums. That would make sense. I I mean, when was the last time Ozzy Osbourne had any kind of relevance besides the Black Sabbath reunion tour, which is not something that a nineteen-year-old is going to hear about? TV show was massive. TV show years ago. His wife, uh, all the stuff where he was boning the uh, the hairdresser. That was all in the news. If you think most post Malone fans know who Ozzy. Osborne is, you're crazy. I think that the ones that were tweeting that Those tweets, knew exactly what they were doing. That's from, uh, they used to do that with the Kanye West Paul McCartney collaboration. Right, also, yeah, exactly. Where it was like, Kanye is so good for putting this Paul McCartney on. I, I It's almost the same it's, wording. And it's so. the same people that are like, oh, wow, this childish Gambino guy looks a lot like Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're joking. I mean, we're all guessing. But. And if they're not joking, not, right. let's make sure none of these people have children. Right? <laughs> so I'm just very concerned for the future. I am nothing without my following. Some birthdays for you. Colin Firth, Mikey Way, and Ryan Phillippe. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's talk uh, Taco Tuesday, shall we? It's a lot of things been going on. Kind of got me down. Because it is Taco Tuesday. Okay, 
Thank you. That's the Gregory Brothers remix of uh, King James himself, LeBron James, who, as you know, on his Instagram stories, every single Tuesday, he and his family gather around and yell about Taco Tuesday before they have a Taco Tuesday. To be night. honest, it's a weird thing. It is a very weird <laughs> thing, and he's been doing it for a very long time. It wasn't like a one-time inspiration. Mm. This has become a lifestyle brand for him. And somebody has a lot of thoughts about it, and it's our old friend, Gustavo Ariano, who we have not spoken to in a while. He is a feature writer for the Los Angeles Times, and he joins us on the Kevin Beach Show right now. Gustavo, buenos dias. Hola, guys. Yeah, buenos dias. <laughs> Great Taco to talk. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Great to talk to you. You did a fascinating piece in the Times this week about it, and I want to start with your complaints about the kinds of tacos that the James family is eating. You seem to be kind of looking down your nose at their choice in food. <laughs> look, if they're good, they're good, but those tacos look like they're straight out of 1997 Ohio, so they're not <laughs> going to be the best things around. I mean, hard shell, the lettuce, the cheese, come on, LeBron, there's so many good tacos. You're in the capital, taco capital of the world, Los Angeles. Step up your game. Step it up, okay. So they're just, they're too basic, they're too easy. He should be a little bit more adventurous, you're saying. Well, yeah, I mean, we're crying out loud. The guy has the money, so he could try every single taco on the planet. But he's literally he's going with stuff that kind of seems antiquated that most people in Southern California now, they see them, they're like, those aren't really tacos. Like, <laughs> you need to get your carne asada. You need to get your al pastor. You don't need a freaking roasted corn salad as your salsa. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good point. So let's talk about the legal issue, because apparently uh, LeBron wants to trademark in certain areas Taco Tuesday. And you put your time at the L.A. Times to good use by researching the history of Taco Tuesday. And it goes back as far as most of us can remember, right? Oh, yeah. So Taco Tuesday, you, you know, people say it all the time. Restaurants have it all the time. Very few people know that it's actually a trademark by Taco John's. This chain out of Wyoming in 1989, they put the trademark for Taco Tuesday. So ever since then, they've been sending out cease and desist letters to any restaurant or individual that they find out is using Taco Tuesday to promote a special on Tuesday that happens to involve tacos. I'd like to suggest that's not working because it's (laughs) it's everywhere. It just seems like it's everywhere. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, it's not working, but still, they have the legal right to sue you if you infringe on the trademark. As far as I know, they've never sued anyone, but nevertheless, if you're a small mom-and-pop restaurant, you get to cease and desist letter, you're going to have to scrap your Taco Tuesday because you fear getting a lawsuit. And this is where LeBron comes in. He also, he's doing the trademark for Taco Tuesday, or application specifically to use online and the podcast. So I took LeBron for, for the task for doing that, but I also said, hey... I'll support you, LeBron. It's just like this sort of frozen war to be able to challenge Taco John's trademark to be able to invalidate it. Now, Taco John's, you said, is based in Wyoming. Are they well known for having the best tacos in the world, Where you say, Gustavo? <laughs> <laughs> I got to say this. They have a tater top breakfast burrito that's actually not bad. Um, but that's about the only real contribution to Mexican food in the United States. But it's a it's, I think, the fourth largest Mexican chain in the country. After oh, oh wow. Taco Bell. Oh, no, it's huge. It's all up uh, in the upper Midwest. So, like, Montana, Del Paso, not, you know, Montana, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Washington. So, it's a pretty big chain. But that said, only they, only a chain in Wyoming could get away, could have the gall to be able to trademark Taco Tuesday all the way back in 1989. And, of course, it's in Wyoming. No one ever paid attention to it. That's yeah. right, yeah. And, and you research in your piece that you found references to Taco Tuesday going all the way back to, what, 1971? Yeah, so the earliest, and this just shows how popular Taco Tuesday is. The earliest reference I could refer, uh, specifically the term Taco Tuesday, goes back to a restaurant in Spokane, Washington. That said, Mexican restaurants in the United States have been uh, have been uh, offering Tuesday specials involving tacos 
and putting ads for it in newspapers as far back as the Great Depression. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So it sounds like you want a lawsuit. You want them to sue LeBron because you want them to lose their trademark for Taco yes. Tuesday. Is that the understanding? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want LeBron to take these guys. And it wouldn't be in court. You'd have to go to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. But what you do is you file a complaint and you say Taco Tuesday should have never been granted a trademark because it's so generic a brand and so generic a name that no one should be able to own it. But now, isn't he I trying think- to trademark it? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If he does that, I hope he's doing it in the sense, obviously I'm not a lawyer, so I hope he's doing it in, so he can actually go and, like, handle this in the, in the in the core of U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Yes, Latin American pioneer for civil rights, LeBron James. <laughs> yes, yes, the greatest Mexican heroes in Santa Villa. Please, I would love this to happen. So, Gustavo, as we uh, as we wrap this up, and you can read the whole article, of course, on the LA Times website, it was, as, as we wrap this up, Taco Tuesday is for everybody. That's the message I'm hearing from you today. Yeah, no one should own it. No one should own it. Everyone involved. Everyone who loves Tuesday and tacos and Taco Tuesday should be able to use it without the fear of a freaking cease and desist letter from either LeBron or from Taco John's in Wyoming. So that's why I'm, I'm rooting for LeBron if he's doing that. On the other hand, if he is trying to get the ownership to Taco Tuesday to use just for himself, then no one in L.A. is going to like him. And if, I mean, he doesn't have to win a title as long as he's able to liberate Taco Tuesday for the master. <laughs> Gustavo Ariano, 2020, you guys. There you go. All right. Great talk. I, I think we are all very hungry for tacos right now Correct. after this conversation. I do know that. We'll talk to you again soon, Gustavo. Thank you, sir. Anytime, guys. Bye now. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen, I hate to bring it up if it's a sore subject, but mm. uh, any, uh, did you do you find your wife's uh, wallet? No. No. Mm. So this past weekend, Danielle and I got some hours away from the kid, which was a great feeling because we've been pretty much glued to the boy's side. And we wanted to get away, just get some thoughts off our mind, you know, just kind of not even think about things. Sure. You used chloroform or what? How'd you do it? Uh, no, whiskey. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and oh, yeah. so uh, we go do some errands, you know, the real cool stuff to do on weekends. <laughs> and we go to Target and Danielle picks up some things. I get the new NBA 2K, which I'm very excited to play. And, uh, you know, living the life, man. Right. We get to our next stop. Danielle looks down at her purse and is like, I don't have my wallet. It's got to be at Target. So we immediately drive back to Target quickly because uh, she had paid for something there. So the wallet so was So she used. had to have it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we walked around. We checked all the carts. We spent time there. I'm sure some oh, listeners man. saw us just <laughs> walking around Target with tears in our eyes. Uh, and we were like, I guess you lost it. Did you go to the management or anything? Oh, yeah. yeah we, you did. Okay. I mean, numerous times in person and phone calls. And oh, okay. we, we overdid it. Uh, and uh, then just a couple minutes later, the alerts of charges started to come in. Oh, no. Uh, oh, so clearly, time. Yeah. So clearly, if, if someone found it, it was done very quickly to then start using credit cards. But we are under the impression that someone did a very quick uh, kind of pickpocket in a way. No. Yeah. And so we, in the process, didn't lose a ton. She lost a very nice wallet, which she's bummed about. But uh, we had a gift card in there for $250, which we lost in that case. Oh, man. And then, you know, she had to cancel all the credit cards, lost about $100 in cash, which could have been worse. Uh, and, and now she doesn't have a driver's license. And now she doesn't have a driver's mm. license. Uh, so she has to uh, set up a new appointment. But it really was a bummer. And we were hoping someone was going to turn it in. And it made me start thinking about... Uh, Things in my past that I've run into 
and turned in like a good Samaritan. That you found. Like a Stuff brick you of found. cocaine. Well, no, I didn't. Coming up on the beach. As Omar taught us, we would have just walked right by that. <laughs> okay. yes. uh, but we were just having this conversation yesterday about those bricks of cocaine that washed up on the Florida beach. And what would you do if you found it? And I guess the same could be said. What would you do if you found a wallet? Yeah. I bet there are people who would find your wife's wallet and think, oh, I recognize her. She yeah. was on TV. I This is an extortion situation. Oh, yeah. We we really want to get that wallet back. <laughs> yeah. I think they wouldn't have much to work with. Uh, we'd probably say, okay, keep it, bro. If they started using the credit cards right away, you know that's what... They, yeah, did, they yeah. did that on purpose for that. Yeah, and it was in, like, Silmar and stuff. It, like, wasn't near our home. <laughs> it was like they started the process quick. Uh, and so I remembered in high school, I worked at a dry cleaners. Uh, shout out Regal Cleaners in the 818. Now, clo- <laughs> now, now closed. You can't go to it. Oh, good shout out, Then Humble brag, though. <laughs> no, good shout out. No worries. Uh, and so we would take dry cleaning in all the time. And what people leave in their pockets oh, is sure. bonkers. Drugs. You know, t- uh, condoms and stuff uh, when you're married and you're like, oh, that's weird. Wife finds it. We we hide it, ho- hopefully, for them. That's nice. Uh, and so um, we, I did find $5,000 once. Wow. In Whoa. a pocket? Yeah, in cash, in a suit pocket, in the inner pocket. Whoa. And you what? called the guy and you said, I found $1,000 in your suit pocket. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. There were people who had worked there in the past because we have signs everywhere that say we're not liable to give back the stuff, etc. Please mm-hmm. check all your pockets. There were people in the past that had not given it back. Is and, that right? And, yeah, and people looked at me and were like, what are you going to do? And I was like, this is easy. I'm definitely giving it back. So I gave it back. But to the- finders, keepers, losers, weepers. That's I, what I was I've heard that too. Yeah. I've heard that too. Oh, you've heard that? Yes. Okay. So I, I basically was I'm like, having it trademarked. Okay, uh-huh. well, you try your hardest. Uh, <laughs> and so I didn't know what to do, and I, I, I felt my moral obligation was to give it back. Mm-hmm. So I did. Man came in. He gave me... What are you, a narc? He gave me $50. dollars just 50, figuring this out? I'm a big narc. <laughs> $50. He gave you 50 bucks. Now, I thought that For was... For 5000 yeah, I thought that was way wrong. Uh, and and it, under my breath, I was like, oh, you jerk. His so wife you hit him, right? He, well, his wife came in a couple days later, gave me 200 she oh, was like, oh, okay. she's like, I heard my husband only gave you fifty bucks. Here's two hundred more. She All was right. probably so mad at yeah. him. Yeah. You cheapskate. Fifty bucks? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, we're gonna take calls, by the way, on things that you found. They're not yours, but you found them. Now they're in your possession. What did you do with the thing? Did you keep it? Did you contact the person? Did you give it back? What did you do? One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. We had uh, that story from me from a couple of months ago, finding a hundred dollars, five twenty dollar bills in the middle of the street in New Orleans, not far from my house. Mm-hmm. There was no way I could have tracked down who no. that money came from. Right. In a, on a busy pedestrian street, in the literally in the middle of the street, like not in the doorway of a business. Did you ask the neighbor whose house was right there? No houses. Oh, okay. Yeah, supermarket on, super, supermarket on one side and shops on the other. So it was somebody who just walked across the street, lost the money. So, I mean, I, I forced myself to keep it. You uh, forced I, yourself. I didn't want to, but I felt like it was the only the only right thing to do. So I did keep that hundred dollars. And it's karma for you having the money stolen. Uh, mm, stolen. Yeah, I did get uh, ripped off Please. for forty. That's You're for up sure. sixty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I still don't look at it that way. I, <laughs> I I asked my wife. I swear to God, this is true. I asked my wife last night. I said, out of nowhere, I said. Do you think that guy's ever going to bring the $40 back? Unbelievable. It's, I'm hanging on to it, <laughs> Just guys. let it go, man. I can. You yeah, got to. certainly him. can. You I got, got ripped off. Yeah, right. Okay, fine. You got ripped off. 40 bucks. You're good. <laughs> Allie, you ever find anything that wasn't yours? 
I haven't. I did have um, my wallet uh, had dropped out of my car when I went to visit a friend, left, went home. And then the next day I was like, oh, my God, my wallet's gone. Went back. It had been put from where I assume it dropped in the street as I was getting into the car onto Mm -hmm. the sidewalk with just five dollars taken my credit huh. cards all in there everything so i was like wow well, you deserve that five dollars thank you you know what i'm actually gonna back that theory because i think if the if the wallet showed back up at target mm-hmm. and it had the eighty dollars missing or whatever mm-hmm. hundred dollars and even the gift card i'll even give you the gift you'll card. throw in the yeah. gift card because oh, i know you can take that i even would give you respect for just making sure we don't have to cancel every credit card yeah get a new driver's license yeah. get a new wallet like you don't need those things no. like, I, it was very kind of whoever did it i was on the same side as Allie, where i left my wallet at a mcdonald's hard to believe mm-hmm. and the guy ended up my phone number somehow he got a hold of me and he mm-hmm. said uh come i'll meet you at mcdonald's i'll give you your wallet back and then he robbed you again and then he robbed you no but as, as i was going here i was like okay what could happen i could get beat up <laughs> i could get robbed again i don't know what's gonna happen and it was just a really nice dude that's like here's your wallet man i just and everything was in it wow <laughs> that's amazing yeah all right 1-800-520-1067 we're talking a lot about wallets by the way it doesn't have to be a wallet it can be anything you found it now it's yours. Did you make an effort to give it back? This is one more wallet story from the 562, though. I found a wallet at Disneyland with $1,000 cash in it. I know because I counted it. My stupid parents had some sort of scheme to teach me to be honest. They made me turn the wallet in. The owner gave me 50 bucks. What is up with 50 bucks and these rich idiots? I don't know. Let's take one call before the break, Kevin. I can't uh, see them today, anger. so you're going to have to tell me who you like. Let's go to Brian in Long Beach. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Hey, Brian. So, what you find? Uh, about 20 years ago, I'm kind of dating myself, I used to go to Cosmic Bowling every Friday night with a bunch of friends. Okay. And we kind of knew the people that worked there. So we were waiting for our lane, and there was a, a bowling going before us. So we went to our lane. I found a hip pack on one of the seats. Picked it up, kind of felt around, didn't open it. You mean a fanny pack? A bunch- yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, like uh, the rock wears in that totally tor- terrible picture? Yeah. Yes. Um, you, you nailed it. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I was feeling around at it, didn't really open it up, walked up to the uh, counter, gave it to the people, told them I found it. We kind of knew them. Went back, did my bowling, were there for a couple hours, came back up to the front and said, uh, they said, hey, some, or I'm sorry, about 30 minutes later, a guy walks up, hands me a bunch of cash, says, I want to pay for your uh, bowling tonight. Thanks for turning my hip pack in. I'm like, okay, whatever. About an hour later, went back up to the front, talked to the people we knew at the counter, and they said, you know what was in there? And I said, no. He said, that was a police officer. It was his badge and his gun. <gasps> oh, wow. Oh, dang. Oh. And here I am walking through the bowling alley, like poking and prodding at this pack, wondering what's inside it. I never even opened oh, it. Would have been great uh, if a gun went off, wouldn't it? No, have? it wouldn't. No, nope, it wouldn't <laughs> have been great. <laughs> what That's what I mean. It wouldn't have been great. Different <laughs> story entirely. That guy <laughs> with a fanny pack is shooting up the bowling alley. <laughs> would you guys have had the self-control to not open Open it when you found it? No. No, I would open oh, it. Oh, I, I think, think I would open it for sure. Yeah. I think so, too. Because then I well, also want to see whose it is. Maybe they have a license in there or something. Yeah. You did the right I, thing, if sir. It was like, if it was like in a restaurant or something, I might have, but we kind of knew the people that worked at the bowling alley. I just didn't mess with it. I, I just got went you. and gave no, it to the better people. For you, better for you. No fingerprints. <laughs> and hopefully you got some good uh, some good karma out of doing a solid for a cop, too. So I hope that worked out. Thank you very much for the call. 1-800-520-1067. What'd you find? What'd you do with it? We'll take more calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I just want to do hood rat things with my friends, but <laughs> apparently our listeners are honest. An honest yeah. bunch. We're doing a a phone topic here at one 800 You found something that wasn't yours. What did you do with it? It seems like almost everyone on the phone turned it in. Like, no one kept their stuff. 
Let's start with uh, Shane Westhills, please. Line six, up first on this segment of the Kevin Beat Show. Morning, Shane. Morning, guys. How you guys doing? Very well, thank you. Great. What's your story? Uh, so, in high school, after nutrition, I go into class, and I look under my desk, and there's a bag of weed and some bullets. Oh! <gasps> some bullets. Bullets? <laughs> that guy's not chill at all for a weed, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I thought about keeping the weed, but I didn't. I turned it all in, and I found out a week later that the kid who sits there, the class before me, got arrested. Yeah, for good reason oh, with the wow. bullets. I mean, yeah. the weed I feel bad about, but the bullets. <laughs> well, wait, it's not yeah. illegal to have bullets, though. Why are you bullets at school, Bean? Uh, yeah, you can't have, have bullets a at school. school. Yeah, you can't have, you can't yeah. have That's got to be um, illegal. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you want them at school. Yeah. Okay, I, I take no. your point. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate being, the call. Being quite a, a school principal. <laughs> right? Bullets, whatever. No gun. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I forgot it What's was What's he going to do, throw the bullets? <laughs> Let's go to line five. Let's say hi to, hi to Ruby. Ruby calls us from Los Angeles. Hey, Ruby. We are good. Thank you. Oh, good. So I was uh, at a gas station, and someone had left a wallet um, on the top of the pump. So I uh, I looked in. There was 500 bucks and, of course, IDs and credit cards. And I felt so bad. And so I called the police department, and I asked them, I don't know what to do with this. I didn't really, you know, you don't really trust these guys at AMPM. You go inside, and you're like, oh, they're probably going to take the money. So he told me to put it in a mailbox. Just go to a mailbox. And so I did. Put it in so any mailbox? Wait, just drop it in? Just drop it in. Yeah, uh, you don't need to put it on. It's their responsibility to get it back to the owner. And Wait, I believe the, the police, police department, and uh, I trust, you know, that they, that they did the right thing because I do believe in karma. So hold on a second. Yeah. So you're saying the mailman who comes to pick up that mail, he sees a wallet in there and he knows he's supposed to track that person down and give it back? Well, he would no, use the no, license. The, right, the but the mailman, that would be on yeah. the mailman, yes. not on the cops. Correct. So, no, no, not the police. So, so supposedly the post office is supposed to return any wallets that are uh, returned that way to the rightful owner with, in, with the ID. Sure. Well, you and just I, gave $500 to a mailman. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Thank you for the call. You know who started that rumor? A mailman. <laughs> from, uh, from the 818. Uh, hey, Kevin Abin, at Weenie Roast, my group found a phone in the bathroom. Before we turned it into security, we decided to take a selfie on it. Later in the day, the owner recognized me and bought all of our group drinks. Long story short, I got way too drunk and fell asleep in the bathroom during Big 182. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how that's relevant to the story, but how cool is that that they ended up connecting at the Weenie Roast? Pretty cool. All Alright, uh, where do you want to go? You want to do Christine Line 1? Sure. Let's see if her story holds up. Uh, she's in Los Angeles as well. Holds up? <laughs> Are you a detective? Uh, no, there's something, there's something kind of sketchy about her her story here. Morning, Christy. Oh, come on. Hey, Kevin and Bean. Hey, hey Allie. I have hey. to tell you, my favorite song is Potential Breakup Song. One of the best ever. Ever. Which? Wait, what song? Potential Breakup Song. Okay, uh, what is that and why are we talking about it? Uh, Never mind. It's it's an Allie and AJ song. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Wait. You know that that's not that's the same Allie. Not the Allie from Allie and AJ. Let's let her believe it, Christine. That is me, <laughs> and oh I am God. adorable. I'm so I'm so sorry. Wait. You really okay. thought it was Allie I mean, from Allie and AJ? That's awesome. I did. Oh right. no, that okay. rules. That's she's awesome. Adorable and yeah, young. She is. I'll take it. Well, wow. our Ke- but our Kevin is Kevin Sorbo. Yes. <laughs> so. TV's Hercules. All right, Christine. Okay. And our Christine. Bean is Mr. Bean. Your story. Yeah, so what happened? I was in Manhattan Beach, and I drove up to a drive-up ATM, and the card was still in there, and it was still active. 
and I could have taken out any amount of cash that I wanted. Oh, you, I mean, you didn't have to put their code back in? No, I did not have oh, to put their code back in. Scary. I could have taken as much money as I wanted. So I took it home. I called. Um, I ended up driving it to the woman. Oh, my. And she gave she gave me nothing. <gasps> you wow. did everything for her. Yeah, you went out of your way yeah. to get it back to her. I drove it back to her, and yeah. So, so I think what we're saying is that, don't do the right thing. It doesn't pay. <laughs> right? Yeah, it doesn't pay. I mean, just just didn't get paid that much. So Just know that Allie and AJ would never do that to you. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> All right? Never. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to line seven. You're Belinda. Let's say hi to Jim. Jim, welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. Good morning, fellas. Morning. What's up? Hey, uh, so I found $4,000 at the Riverside Hotel Casino. 4000 Okay, now we're talking. 4, yes, uh, it was in an envelope. I went down there to do a little pooping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you went specifically to this casino to poop, or you were there anyway? I was already. Okay, uh, and okay. So I went to the restroom and uh, looked down in an envelope and opened it up, and it was $4,000 cash, all $100 bills. Wow. Right. So all right. I, yeah, so I zipped up and ran out of there, and then I uh, we sat down at a cafe right there to look to see if anybody would run in through there or anything like that, worried about it, didn't find anybody, didn't see anybody. So That's an exhaustive search, I can see. <laughs> <laughs> they run by you in the next 10 minutes. Well, I mean, look, hey, he explored every opportunity to find the rightful odor, Kevin. <laughs> man, oh, man. You must be exhausted by this point. I don't, can't even believe you've given up since. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste my uh, right. Money. Okay, so then what happened? So yeah, I uh, bought a lot of beers for people and gambled and kept it. Yeah. I wasn't going to back to the casino. Yeah, you oh, did everything. That you was could, the right Jim. thing to do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what do they think you're going to do? 15 minutes? I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, we were there longer. I, I, we were there longer. All right. All right. Breakfast, so, Listen, you know. It's yours now. Well, no, it's the, the casinos uh, now. How horrified are you, Jensen, that he pooped in a casino bathroom? That really, truly is the thing I heard and was like, <laughs> I'm already tuning out. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Ladies and gentlemen, they have emerged from the deep, dark hole they have been in and have come out of hibernation to rock our faces off. That is brand new from Green Day, ladies and gentlemen. That was, Green Day is here. That was one Green sweaty, Green dark hole. You guys. <laughs> so Welcome to the Thanks, man. Thanks. That was a uh, that was a that was a blast of energy right there. Is what that was. That got to, it was that a punch in the up. face. Yeah, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. they say. <laughs> so we have so many questions, and you have so much going on, and uh, and people will find out what a massive day this is when they hear all the announcements coming up about mm. new Green Day stuff. But why don't we start with the song? What can you tell us about Father of All? Dot 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 that we just heard. Well, it was sort of the first song that kind of kicked off like the new era for us for when we were doing demos, and uh, you know I had like the the rhythm and the beat to it, and uh, me and Trey were um, messing around in the studio, and then um, I was like, how do I sing like this? Or, like, what do I do? I want to do something different. And I was like, I'll try to sing like Prince. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might as well try. Yeah, he's dead, so why not me? There's <laughs> the pull quote. <laughs> a, yeah, great T-shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the first thing you notice besides the, you know, the punk rock beat when it starts. The first thing you notice is, hey, wait a minute. This does not sound like the Billy Joe that we're used to. And that makes a lot of sense that you, you're consciously trying to do something different. Yeah. The whole record is trying to get like 
like the Green Day energy match with like soul music and Motown and kind of like a, it's almost like doing like a history of rock and roll sort of feel to the to the new record because it's just like like garage music and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's definitely it's like something that Rodney on the Rock would have played, you know. Oh, the, I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure he still will. Yeah. When I heard it, my thought was, I'm going to be so mad driving to that in L.A. because you want to drive fast to that song. Mm. And there's no way to do it. Yeah. The shoulder. Go down the shoulder. Go down the oh, shoulder. Green Day yeah. told me to drive yeah. down the shoulder. 400 bucks if they get you, but That's they're way too busy. Yeah. They're okay. not going to get you. That's L.A. valet, as they say. <laughs> Bumper cars. <laughs> Good morning, Los Angeles. <laughs> what is, uh, I, all three of you guys are, are the right people to ask this question because I'm sure it's one that you ask yourselves all the time. Where is the place for actual rock and roll music in 2019 because it certainly does not seem to be palatable to most of the mainstream anymore. It would seem to be on your radio station this morning. Yes, yes. finally. finally. <laughs> on my record player. <laughs> finally. Yes. Well, yes. I think that it's it's lost its attitude um, in, in a lot of ways because I think that a lot of um, and I would me included, have been were guilty of trying rock music trying to write the feel good song of the year in, in a lot of ways and it's like Nobody wants to feel good when they hear. I mean, I think rock music is supposed to make you feel bad, like uh, uh, you know, a bad mother, as they say. So, um, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think that, and that's kind of what we're going for on on the next thing is to just like let's let's give a big kick in the ass to rock and roll. Let's We've been talking out. for a long time about how it's been so long since there's been great rock, mm-hmm. and what band is going to come along and lead the way, and hopefully that's you guys. Yeah, listen well, to that song. That's fantastic. Does, is it representative of the album? Yeah, I think so. I think it's a a, a great representation of it. So can't wait. Yeah. I am encouraged this year to have that new 1975 song that is great. Ah, uh, that's a great song. Yeah, great song. That and, I when I heard it, I was like, hell yeah, yeah, and so different from what we're used to them. You know, and also I love the Tool album and I love the Slipknot album, and I think maybe we are kind of emerging out of an era where everything is. 27 producers and 15 writers and a bu- you know a bunch of effects. Yeah, amen. I I, I I'm yep. feeling it for for sure. So, um Okay, we're going to talk some more about the, the, the rest of the album in a minute, but let's get to some of the other announcements. What are you guys doing tonight since you're in town? Because I think this will actually blow people's brains. You guys should play. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but play somewhere like small so it feels intimate. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I don't know, like where, like the whiskey or something. The whiskey, the whiskey yeah. would be whiskey. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but well, guys, I, I hate to be devil's advocate here, but is why is, not? Is Green Day enough to play the whiskey? Or would they need nah, some support? Nah, do you nah, think? Nah. We need we need to bring some friends. Okay, friends. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. bring the best. Yeah, we need a yeah. turkey. Gobble, yeah. gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> so we got three strikes. Uh, <laughs> three strikes. We got uh, Weezer it's and Fallout Boy. Weezer, Weezer, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Green Day. So Green Day, Weezer, Fallout Boy, tonight at the Whiskey. That's, That's right. right. Wow. Tickets at the door. Oh, no. Don't you dare. So, uh, You're a terrible uh, human. Yeah, yeah, we're ripping down the wall. Tickets at the door, first come, first serve. Hmm. I think is... we're going to play outside, and so. we're going to randomly pick people and just let you in. Okay, you're saying a lot of things that aren't true. That's now. true. That's <laughs> correct. No, I, everything they're saying is no, that's the kind of yeah. we do. Yeah. Okay, so the show. The oh, show he's hitting the button every time we curse. Saucer. There's to. a guy we for that. For, button, yeah. Hey, Green Day's here. We <laughs> called Doug. Yeah. Let's explain before we take a break, just because this is such huge news. Let's explain why the three mm. of you are teaming up to play tonight at that show at the Whiskey. It's not random. No, it's, it's interesting because someone in here has a Los Angeles Dodgers shirt on, and we're going to be playing an entire 
It's the Hella Mega Tour, uh, and it's going to be Green Day, oh, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer, and The Interrupters, <gasps> and we're going to be doing stadiums all across America. Fantastic. So, and including and at Dodger, Dodger Stadium. Stadium? Dodger yeah. Stadium. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. You know, someone, the other day, they go, when t- when's the next time you guys are going to be playing in town? And I go, oh, uh, next year. And they go, where, <laughs> where are you going to be playing? I go, Dodger Stadium. And they, it's just like to say it out loud, I was like, that's the craziest. Yeah. All right, so that is not until July 25th of next year, but we're making the announcement today. Yeah. And tickets are going on sale Friday, September 20th at 10 a.m. You can get all that information, of course, at krock.com. And again, the uh, Hella Mega Tour, Fallout Boy, Weezer, and Green Day. You can see all of that, a preview of what those three on the same bill are going to look like at the Whiskey. We're going to talk more with the band Green Day when we return. And when we come back, we're also going to give away a pair of tickets to that show. I know you don't want to miss that. We'll be right back on K-Rock. But we're also going to play F*** Mary Kill, <laughs> Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer <laughs> after <on>. this message. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Brand new Green Day. It's called Father of All... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Man, that sounds good. Green Day is in the studio with us. Welcome. They sure are. They sure are. Billy Joe, Mike, Trey, um, Father of All... Dot, dot, dot. Is there more to the title than just that? Well, yeah, I the title of the song is called Father of All Mother and hit the button. And so and we were and so um I don't know. I I like now I just I just called it. I thought it was just like a badass title. So, um and um yeah, I mean, I think it could be sort of related to the current administration but without getting too political. But it's um I haven't noticed is something different. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh god, what was I going to say about it? Oh, the new we have a new album that's coming out next year and mm-hmm. it's um the whole record is it's the shortest record we've made since Insomniacs. So it's 26 minutes long. Well, wow. add some. Yeah. What are you lazy? <laughs> What's going we, on? No, we started taking away. We were like, yeah. 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 It's, uh, Less is more. How yeah. do you choose what to take? Like, how many songs did you have at the highest point? For this record? Yeah. I think about 17. 17. So how do you whittle that down? Yeah. It was well, very hard. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll just put out another album next okay. year or something like that. Um, we don't know because we are off our contract with Warners. Oh, mm. that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do whatever cha, the... Cha, cha. We want. Okay. <laughs> I believe I myself. <laughs> um, if you just joined us, uh, that's uh, the voice of Green Day in the studio here on the world-famous K-Rock, and we just heard uh, for the second time anywhere their brand-new single, The Hella Mega Tour, has been announced now with Fallout Boy and Weezer. Yes, you heard it all correctly. They're going to be playing next summer at Dodger Stadium. Tickets on sale Friday, September 20th at 10 a.m. That is a hell of a triple lineup. And you also mentioned the Interrupters are playing as well on the Dodger Stadium date, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, great, great friends of ours. We love yeah, they're them. great. We, we love, love them, them so much. Yeah. We love them so much. Um, let me ask you about a couple of other things that are going on since the last time uh, we talked to you, because uh, this is not the uh, only project that is happening. You've got a book coming out that I am so excited about because you got one of my favorite rock and roll photographers of all time to shoot you guys, and I and I and I sense for a very long time he shot you guys, right? Yeah, Bob Gruen. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He uh, shot you your entire career? He shot. He started coming out. Um, the first time we met him, we were on tour in England. Um, he's, You know what? He's got a really funny... Like Actually, before that, it was the last show of the Dookie tour, and we were playing at a place... Uh, okay, Don Hills in New York City. And um, we weren't playing there. We were just partying there. And mm-hmm. it was like a big drag queen night. 
Um, and then it, Courtney was there, love, and uh, Evan Dando, and he's got us. Is this Mad Lips? <laughs> no. This yeah. is real? Yeah, this is real. Is a fever dream? We all have yeah. bad tattoos to show for. Oh, yeah, we got tattooed yeah, in the basement. The, yeah, with a tattoo gun, so you can imagine oh. what went down there. <laughs> and he was there. He was there, and he's just been chronicling us like for for years. Just take, you know, he was a lot out. He was out with us on the 21st Century Breakdown tour, and uh, now he's just it's you know he's like the he's, ultimate. Well, yeah, he's the ultimate rock and roll photographer, and. It's funny because even if you don't know his name, you know his photographs. Yeah, yes. I mean everybody knows the famous photograph of of John Lennon wearing the New York City T-shirt, you know. But there's a million other photographs. Let's see up iconic the images that are yeah. attached to our you know rock and That's roll. That's amazing. Yeah, if you're at a show it. somewhere and you see Bob Gruen and he's got his camera, you are at the right show. Yeah. <laughs> you're at the right place at the right time. Because that's kind of his gig. Did you ever imagine 30 years ago or 35 years ago, whatever it was, you guys started playing together? Did you ever think, one day, man, we're going to be a coffee table book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We and a, we're going to play Dodger hey, Stadium. Hey, we, own, we own a coffee company. We're like, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> the hearse is in the back, man. I'll see you guys there. There's room for three. We've got a family plot. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me uh, ask you what your uh, relationship has been with Weezer and Fallout Boy throughout the years. Is this a, hey, let's call our friends together? Or is it something not uh, not quite as organic as that? It's like sort of organic like that. I mean, it was a no-brainer. Like we wanted to do stadiums, and we we have the same management. And one of the reasons why we were we went to that management company was because we they had those guys, and we really loved them, and they're just good people. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've known Rivers since uh, God. I mean, we've known Weezer since like yeah. the, the Blue Record came out the same year as Dookie. That's right. And then. Um, I've run into Fallout Boy a couple of times, and uh, they were. It was funny because they were inducting us into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is that they, they they put up one person that wanted to do it, and then Fallout Boy, and then I'm not going to tell you who the other person was, but I was like, hell no, like I don't want that. Per- Definitely Fallout Boy. <laughs> what to intro and they did you? A great job. Yeah, yeah. No. They wanted to do like the speech and stuff, and I was like. You have to tell us yeah. who that is. No, I can't. But you I'm have to. Yeah. You can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His part. name rhymes with Schmabich Schmopper Field. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is all very exciting news, you guys. This is all great news. Yeah. We're yeah. so happy to have you back. This is hella yeah. mega good news. Hella mega good news. Yeah, indeed. Um, did right, we sorry. mention the album when it was coming out? Because I don't know if we did. I think you said next year is all you said. February 7th? Yep. Okay. Yeah. February, February, February 7th, 2020. February 7th. Okay. Okay. So carve out 26 minutes on February 27th then. <laughs> yeah. February 20th uh, in uh, 1920. I mean, 2020. 2020, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> We're going back in time with this record. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, it's we coming are so out happy to have rock music back on K-Rock where it belongs. And, you know, we go back a long way, this radio station and yeah. this band. So it's always happy mm-hmm. when we can come together like we did today. And thank you so much for stopping by. We really enjoyed it. Hey, thanks, man. Like, haven't given always... away the tickets yet, just for the record. Oh. Okay, bye. <laughs> so like I said, tickets are available at the no, door tonight at the Whiskey. Yeah, just show on. up and bring a friend and carpool. Yeah, uh, parking Kevin. sucks. 
Kevin, Bean's going to be outside the- naked out there with two tickets in front of the Whiskey A Go Go Sunset Strip. If you can find them on them, you can get them. You got to earn them. Kevin's going to drop some tickets out of a helicopter. That's going to happen. Yeah. These all sound like we did. All right, Kevin, why don't you go ahead and give away the tickets before we say goodbye? 520 We will take caller 20. You'll be able to see all three bands Weezer, Fallout Boy, and Green Day at the Whiskey tonight. Outstanding. Bye bye, guys. Good luck. You guys rule. Thanks, man. Woo! It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. That is the uh, title song from the brand new Green Day album that uh, we just heard is coming out on February the 7th of 2020. It's Green Day's 13th album, by the way. And did you catch what uh, Billy Joe was telling us? That it, the album is only 26 minutes long. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're going on a big tour next year with Weezer and Fall Out Boy. We do have the information a lot of people have been asking because I guess Trey was joking about First Come, First Serve tonight at the time of the show. He was joking. That is not the case, Allie. What is the case? Uh, tickets are going to be on sale at the Whiskey at noon. Two ticket limit per person. Your name and ID will be matched at the door. Cash only. Okay. That's, so there's people. Yeah, hi, this is David nope, no, not doing no, that. No, no, <laughs> no, we are not, sir. <laughs> All right. So two tickets only. Name and ID will be matched at the door, so you can't buy them and resell them. you got to right. have to go to the, the show. Whiskey. At yeah. the whiskey. I mean, yeah. that's a once-in-a-lifetime show. Absolutely. All it three is. bands. And uh, cash only is worth mentioning again because a yes. lot of people are not carrying around cash. Absolutely. I didn't even know all three. All Kevin. three bands. That's unbelievable. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. All right. So thank you to Green Day for coming in. It's always fun to catch up with those guys. We really enjoy So it. happy they're back. I am too. And we'll be uh, hopefully hearing a lot of uh, all three of those new songs here on K-Rock. Allie, you ready to take us home with what's happening? I am. Um, I just need to share what I shared with uh, the guys off the air. Mm-hmm. In college, they had a Welcome Back Students show that one of the local stations was playing. I went to Boston College, so it was a... So this is like three, four years ago? Exactly. Um, this was six months after Dookie came out, so go ahead and do the math, <laughs> all right? Um, but this band named Green Day was going to be playing, and when you tell college students in Boston that there's going to be a free concert at the Hat Shell... A lot of kids show up. I bet. And uh, this became known as the Green Day Riot of yes. 1994. Oh. But it's also where I met my college boyfriend because as the riot police came in, he helped me over a police barricade. And that's how we met. That's Quite a meet cute. Yeah. yeah, total meet cute. And I was telling the guys about that. And then they're like, that's awesome. And I said, then he cheated on me with my roommate. And I haven't listened to Dookie since. And they were like, what? wait, what? That just took a real turn. Billy said, you deserve a hug. And Billy said, come here. Come here. Bring it in. And then he hugged me. It was delightful. But yeah, that was quite the time being a student in Boston way back then. How cool is that? fantastic. I mean, it's not cool like seeing them at the Whiskey tonight with Fall Out Boy and Weezer. Again, tickets on sale at noon. Two ticket limit per person. Name and ID will be matched at the door and it's cash only, you You guys. could meet your future boyfriend who cheats on you there. Oh my god. Best of luck with that. (laughs) Good stuff. Well, I had told you uh, last week after we found out about um, Kevin Hart's accident that he was supposed to be on the premiere episode of NBC's Kelly Clarkson show, which premiered yesterday. But since he, you know, was hospitalized, there was no way he was going to be able to make it. So his friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson stepped in. He actually wound up leaving his honeymoon early, which was in Hawaii, just to replace him on the premiere. And he was very funny about it. And he was very funny about it on the show yesterday because Kelly Clarkson asked him, how was Kevin Hart's health? And he said, everything's good. I spoke with Kevin. 
I actually refer to him as my son. I connected <laughs> with him today. And you know what? These things happen in life. And thankfully, he was strapped in nicely to his car seat. Because <laughs> he's whittle. That's what he's saying, you guys. He also um, took some time to poke around on social media. Maybe poke one of his former co-stars. One that might have been saying he didn't have it in him to successfully spin off the Fast and Furious franchise with the movie Hobbs and Shaw. Who would guess in this day and age that The Rock couldn't pull that off? That's a very uh, easy insane. answer. It's Tyrese. It's, it's just Tyrese. It's the only it's, one. It's, it's just Tyrese. Very easy, simple answer, yeah. <laughs> so he wound up posting a screenshot of a Deadline story with the headline, Hobbs and Shaw decks $700 million plus at global box office. Rock's records for the Fast and Furious franchise. He then captioned the post, Assassins quietly play chess. Loud clowns play checkers. Oh, <laughs> damn. Be quiet, Tyrese. <laughs> I, I am here to see this. You'd love to see it. I, I had my own it. beefs with Tyrese over Los Angeles radio airwaves. Is that right? What? Many, many years ago. Baby boy. Ago. Uh, listen, he's a cornball. Tyrese is a cornball. What was your beef? Well, no, I mean, I, I made fun of him on the radio in the same way I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And then he called in and told me he was going to beat me up. And then <laughs> I took it forever, basically. I held the beef inside forever. Okay. Until one day I got to apologize to him outside of a nail salon. And he did not understand what I was talking about. No memory of it whatsoever. <laughs> so because of that, I still make fun of him. Okay. Love it. We could have squashed it. But he's very handsome. Sure. Is that not the point? I mean, he's not the rock. That's not the point. Oh, he's very, very handsome, though, Tyrese, though, right? Not the rock. Okay. He's also kind of like low-budget Tyson Beckford, but sure. Okay. Wow. He has not squashed that beef. I'm just gentlemen. saying, there's going to be another nail salon in your future, young man. Good Lord. I am uncomfortable. Well, former James Bond star Pierce Brosnan is rooting for a woman to take over as the super spy. He was talking about the idea of a woman replacing Daniel Craig, who is set to star in his final Bond movie, No Time to Die, in 2020. He said, I think we've watched the guys do it for 40 years. Get out of the way, guys, and put a woman up there. I think it would be exhilarating. It would be exciting. Uh, would it? It depends on who it is. Do we need it? Do we need a woman to be as James Bond? Do you care? I don't. Let's let's let James Bond be James Bond, and then big mouth broad calling in here, and then running away. Thanks, uh, sir. I'm actually still talking. Still here, um, which I'm sure bothers you a lot. Um, But uh, women can do their own spy movies. If I choose to hold your purse while you go into the uh, dressing room and change Mm -hmm. clothes, I'm a pussy. It's a choice, and I have a right to choose it. But I'm a pussy. No one's bringing you shopping, sir. (laughs) I will just say that right now. But Pierce Brosnan believes it's unlikely that current producer Barbara Broccoli will ever make the full switch to a female lead. Sounds like you're horny. (laughs) I, uh, I'm not, sir. It's very... It's, uh, actually made everything just kind of dry up. (laughs) Is that so? Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. Women. <laughs> um, you know how some people like to do things like I'm gonna before I'm dead visit all the major league baseball stadiums. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a common one, yeah. That's a common one. This this dude not so common, but one Texas man loves Starbucks so much he plans to visit not every single one on the globe. Not is that possible? possible? No, because they open them up too fast. You'd never catch up. The man has already visited 15,000 Starbucks in the past 22 years. He just visited his last one in Peru. His name is Winter, 
And he claims that he has traveled over a million miles in 22 years, has visited nearly all of the locations in the U.S. and Canada, 12,000, or visited nearly 12,000 locations. I can't be close to all. Um, And more than 3,000 of them internationally. Irony here, uh, Winter actually prefers independent coffee to Starbucks brews. What are you doing, Winter? What is he doing? And by the way, if he ever did it, he would go, I went to all of them. Everybody would go... Cool, man. Uh, okay. Do you What's, think what, when yeah. a location knows he's picked them and he's arriving, they all yell out, winter is coming? Jensen, I want you to know I thought of that. <laughs> Discarded it. Oh, <laughs> he made the right decision, Discarded everybody. it. Nicely done. I, I don't hate it. And I'm so of course you don't. You're so embarrassed that you said it. I think I delivered it well. I think so. <laughs> Maybe that was it. I just didn't have the confidence Ooh. I could pull it off, but I wasn't going to try. I enjoyed it. I did see he he already hit what he calls the most desolate one. I saw it like the one that's all alone with no neighbors or something. Well, he's that- been to India, Japan, Egypt, France, and Costa Rica. Yeah, one of them he he claims is the hardest to get to. But, but guys, the couple that we talked about last year or the year before that went to all the Cracker Barrels. Yes, remember the yes. older couple? They went to over 600 Cracker Barrels, mm-hmm. and it took them damn near their whole lives to do it. Yeah. But worth it. How is winter? How is winter going to thousands of Starbucks? Like I'm trying to figure out how logistically it's even possible. Um, I have to say I don't care. I, okay. I'm with that guy. Oh, honestly, that. Yeah. like, yeah. What? The, even if he accomplishes it, so what? Yeah. One thing he has to have is uh, he can't have a life to do it, mm-hmm. and that Correct. sounds like he has that nailed. It sounds like he's got a ton of money, and I mean, it's not like he's going there for the coffee. He mm-hmm. prefers. Different coffee, which what I like for Starbucks coffees, I like the, the v- 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 vanilla vanilla burst. Okay, thank you for that, and congratulations to Jenny Slate, you guys. She's engaged to a lovely man named Ben Shattuck. He's an art guy. He's a curator, <laughs> painter too, yeah. curator of his mother's gallery. And I gotta say this about Jenny Slate: she dates hot dudes because Ben Shattuck, handsome man. Mm-hmm. Last boyfriend that we know of, Captain America. All right. Just saying, Jenny Slate, you got a lot to offer yourself. You're funny, you're adorable, you're smart, and now you're engaged. What's that like? Just give a call. one 800 Don't call, don't call. Don't need a call. No. Some birthdays for you from My Chemical Romance, the basis. Mikey Way. A lot of rumors about that band, guys. Mm, Lots of rumors. There. None of them Any, that we started. Anything specific, Allie? No, uh, just maybe reunion. Nope, I nope. heard a reunion yes, the Jonas rumor that the Jonas Brothers were saying. Yeah. I mean, I heard a specific There's some generic location, talk about it in places. No one's, I'm just trying to get it moving. Picking up what I'm, what I'm right. putting down. Right. Happy birthday to Colin Firth and Ryan Phillippe. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. You drive home today. Listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Bean makes us guests on the show. Our favorite author, Brad Meltzer, joins us. And one of our favorite people in the world, Dave Navarro, joins us in studio tomorrow morning. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. A lot of things been going on. Kind of got me down. Psych!
on the end. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.